Hallelujah. 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 We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Tonight, we're going to start in Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. While you are getting there, let me remind you that you can watch these sermons live Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Just visit the Roku channel, Holy Ghost Fire Church, and there you will find at the times we are up and running, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, you will find our sermons there, live and in living color. At least I heard that phrase when I was growing up. So make sure you take advantage of this and watch our messages as they are happening in real time. For more information, visit our website, holyghostfirechurch.org, and there you will learn more information about this church. Tonight, Romans Chapter 4. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. In the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight for this opportunity you have given to us to learn the Word of God. As we pray tonight, we know that you will open up our hearts, our minds, and our ears. Holy Spirit, reveal to us the meaning of the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You may be seated around the church tonight. Book of Romans, chapter 4. We'll start with verse 1. What shall we say then that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he had wherefore to glory, but not before God. But what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. I want us to start by focusing on those first three words that come from Genesis 15. Abraham believed God. If you are looking for the key to anything with God, it begins right there. You believe God. Let's use Abraham as the example that Paul wants us to do. Let's turn to the book of Genesis chapter 12. The book of Genesis Chapter 12. We will start with verse 1. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1, where it says the following Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house 
unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And you shall be a blessing. And I will bless them to bless you. And curse him that curses you. And you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So what do we see here immediately? We see God giving his promises to Abram, the man who would become Abraham. Yet I want us to understand this basic point before we go any further. Abraham believed God. The reason why Abraham is going to do what God told him to do was because Abraham believed God. It's easy to start saying, well, first you do and then you believe. That's not how it works. It has never worked that way. First, one believes God. Then the door for the possible becomes open. Abraham believed God. That's why Abraham is going to leave his father's house. This is why he's going to leave his kindred. This is why he is going to leave his home country. Abraham believed God. And because Abraham believed God, he knew the rest of what we just saw was going to happen. Because Abraham believed God, he knew that God would make of him a great nation. Because Abraham believed God, he knew that God would bless him. Because Abraham believed God, he knew that God would make his name great. Because Abraham believed God, he knew that the Lord would make him a blessing. All of what we see here, including the last part of verse 3, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Abraham believed God. This is why he knew it was going to happen. Abraham's action, leaving his father's house, is because he believed in God. Are we together on this? This is the key to everything. And as we're going to see as we move along here, every time that God speaks to Abraham, The reason why Abraham does what he does is not because I have to do this first, then I will receive. No, it's going to come back to Abraham believed God. Because Abraham believed God, Abram left his father's house. Abram left his home country and his kindred. He did this because he believed God. Are we still in Genesis? Let's move over a couple of pages. Genesis chapter 13. In the early part of the chapter, 
the land of Canaan, where Abraham and Lot were living, it became too small for their combined cattle businesses. Add to this the fact that the Canaanite cattle was there. It was creating a conflict between Abraham Incorporated and Lot Incorporated. So Abram, or Abraham, goes to Lot and says, here's the deal. You go anywhere you want. You go east, I'll go west. You go north, I'll go south. You go south, I'll go north. Anywhere you go, I'll go the opposite. Now, why would Abraham say something like this to begin with? What was the first three words that we saw in Hebrews 4.3? Abraham believed God. Because Abraham believed God. He was willing to let Lot Incorporated take the best of the land because Abraham believed God. He knew his God was going to take care of him. Are we together on this? Therefore, Abraham knew that God would take care of him. Lot goes to the place that was the best land for his cattle business, Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abram was left right where he was preparing to leave. This is when the Lord spoke to him. This is number 2. Verse 14, chapter 13. And the Lord said unto Abram, After that lot was separated from him, Lift up now your eyes, and look at the place where you are northward, southward, eastward, westward. For all the land which you see, to you will I give it, and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then your seed shall also be numbered. Verse 17. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Now, why would Abraham take a walk through all the sections of Canaan? It wasn't because, well, I have to do this first before God does what he says. No. Abraham is going to do this because Abraham believed God. Because Abraham believed God, his next action would be based on that faith. Because God said it, and I believe in him, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do this because I already know that my God will give me this land, every inch of it. Who's the one who's making the deal? It's God. But what does Abraham do? Does he do anything to earn it? Absolutely not. Abraham believes God. This is why he's going to inherit the land. Because he believed in God. He showed that faith 
when he let Lot have the first choice. But now God reinforces this. And Abraham continues to believe in God because he knows his God will come true. Are we still here? Let's move over a few pages. In chapter 14, the kings of Mesopotamia, they raid Sodom and Gomorrah. They take Lot, who had moved his business and his family there, as a captive. Abraham, still known as Abram in these days, when he hears about it, he decides he's going to chase down these people and catch them and free Lot. Now, in Genesis chapter 12, what did it say? Those who bless Abram will be blessed, and those who curse Abram would be cursed. I would say that taking Abraham's nephew is definitely a curse or a bad thing. So Abraham chased down the Mesopotamians to rescue Lot. Why could Abraham do this? Because Abraham believed God. Abraham believed that when God said, those who curse you will be cursed, he chased down those that captured Lot and made sure they paid the price for it. Abraham did this because he believed in God. He rescues Lot. He captures all the loot that was taken by the Mesopotamians, and he returned this to the area in and around Sodom and Gomorrah. The first person to meet Abraham, who was he? Melchizedek, priest of the Most High God, King of Salem. What did Melchizedek do? He gives Abraham the bread and the wine. What did Abraham do? He tithed of all. Why did Abraham tithe? Because Abraham believed God. Let me define the reason we tithe. We believe God. Are we together on this? We believe God. Therefore, we tithe. It is a show of our faith that we have it to begin with. Then what happens? The king of Sodom and Gomorrah, he goes to Abraham and he said, you can keep the loot, just give me the people. And what did Abraham say? I'm not even going to take a shoestring from you. You are not my source. God is my source. What do we see once again? Abraham could refuse what the king of Sodom offered, because Abraham believed God. Are we still here? Abraham is doing everything that we are seeing 
not to get a reward from God. He is doing it first because he believes in God. That brings us to chapter 15. Where the Lord appears to Abraham. And he says, starting with chapter 15, verse 1. Fear not, Abram. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus, verse 3. And Abram said, Behold, to me you have given no seed. And lo, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your own bowels should be your heir. Verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if you are able to number them. Now notice here, that God is not having Abraham look down like he did earlier, but looking up into the sky. There he sees all the stars. Earlier, when God was talking about the dirt, he's referring to things natural. But now we're referring to something different. What else do we see? Look now toward the heaven. And tell the stars, if you be able to number them. And he said, unto him, so shall thy seed be. This is more of a reference about the church. The number of believers who are going to be believers in Jesus. Why? Because we come from the seed of Abraham. And that's going to be Jesus as described in the book of Galatians. But back to our main point of this night. Why did Abraham look? Why did Abraham look and immediately start to think about what the Lord is telling him? Because Abraham believed God. Every action that Abraham is making is based on the same premise. Abraham believed God. The next verse. So he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God. God counted it for righteousness. Why was Abraham righteous in the sight of God? Abraham believed God. The concept continues to grow more and more as we look through the book of Genesis. We know in a few chapters, for example, in chapter number 17, Abraham is 99 years old. The Lord appears to Abraham one more time, this time officially changing his name, bringing in the rite of circumcision, and then immediately telling Abraham that the one that was going to be born of Sarah was going to be his heir, 
not Ishmael. Now, why could Abram do this? Abram believed God. When the Lord told Abraham to do what he did regarding circumcision, it was not in order to be righteous. It was because he believed in God to begin with. He believes in God throughout all of this, including the birth of Isaac. Abraham believed God. He knew it was going to happen. He trusted God totally and completely through all of this. Are we still here? Let's go to another incident in the life of Abraham. This is after Isaac is born. We could say at this point, the faith that Abraham had in God has been rewarded. But now, the Lord begins to speak to Abraham and he tells him, go take your son Isaac and offer him as a sacrifice. Now, at this point, one might have a problem and say, I don't believe in God. God would never make me do this. But there is a point that we need to drive home. And this is about how much Abraham believed in God. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews for a moment. Hebrews chapter 11. Are we still here? Hebrews chapter 11. Let's start with verse 17. By faith Abraham. That means in the tone of tonight's message, Abraham believed God. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, that in Isaac shall your seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. Let's keep this focus on Abraham believed God. Abraham knew that this was the son of promise. God told him this over and over and over again. Now here, at this point where one could lose faith, what did we see in Hebrews? Abraham was up there knowing that if he had to do what he was told, God would raise Isaac from the dead. Abraham believed God that his promises regarding Isaac were yea and amen, and they were going to come to pass. He trusted God in everything, including this. Abraham believed God. Why could Abraham 
act the way that he did in all things, in all areas. Abraham believed God. Let me throw in one more. When it was time for Isaac to find Mrs. Isaac, Abraham, he sent his steward to the house of his brother to find a wife for Isaac. Why would Abraham do this? Because Abraham believed God. He knew that the Canaanites were not supposed to marry Isaac, nor Isaac to marry them. Abraham sent his steward up to the north to find a wife for Isaac because God still, what, was in control. Abraham believed God and God rewarded Abraham. Even when he sent his servant north, he knew that his servant was going to find Mrs. Isaac because God made a promise. Abraham believed and he knew it was going to come true. Are we still here? Abraham believed God. Back to Romans chapter 4. I'm going to start with verse 21. And being fully persuaded that when he had promised, he was able also to perform. That verse in English said, Abraham believed God. He was fully persuaded that what God said he was going to do, he would do. Abraham first believed in God. Then he believed that God would do what he said he would do. Abraham believed God. He was 100% assured, knew beyond any doubt, that God would reward and do what he said he was going to do. Verse 22. And therefore, it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Let's... Tie this to us. Verse 23. Now it was not written for his sake alone. It was imputed to him. But for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. What do we see here? We are counted as righteous if we believe on him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. We believe God. Specifically, in the atonement God made for each and every one of us. We believe that God sent 
his son to this earth. We believe that God led his son through the Holy Spirit through everything he did in his life. We believe that Jesus, once he fulfilled the mission God had for him, went to the cross and shed his blood for the atonement of our sins. We believe God that what God did through the atoning work of Jesus, what God did when he raised Jesus from the dead makes us righteous in his sight. Believers in Jesus, believers in God, us. Believed in God, specifically God's atoning work through Jesus. And through that atoning work, we are righteous in the sight of God. This is not a case of us trying to earn salvation. In the account at the end of John chapter 4, there was this noble man who came to Jesus. Let me get there real fast. In John chapter 4, this noble man arrived. He wanted Jesus to come to his hometown and heal his son. What did Jesus say first? Except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. What did Jesus mean by this line? This man wanted to see the healing first, then he would believe in Jesus. That's not the way it works. Abraham did not wait for Isaac to be born first before he believed in God. He believed in God first. And then God did the rest. What Jesus told this noble man is the same thing that Jesus would tell us. Believe in God first and then all these things will be added. Are we together on this? So let's get to the atonement again. Just like the man in John 4 had to believe God first and then the Son would come. We had been asked to believe God and His atoning work through Jesus. The death on the cross, the shed blood, God raising Jesus from the dead, at which time we were raised with Him. We believe in this. It is not a case of, let's go to heaven and we'll believe in God. No. It's we believe in God, then all these things will happen. Believers in Jesus. That should be most of us here tonight. Most watching. Our faith begins simply enough. We believe God. Specifically, as Paul wrote, we 
believe that what God did to atone our sins makes us righteous when we believe in God and His atoning work. We believe in God, then the rest of this happens. Tonight, who wants to receive of God? Who wants to receive salvation? Who wants to receive healing? Who wants to receive miracles? Who wants to receive deliverance? Who wants to receive blessing? Who wants to receive financial blessing? Who wants to receive from the Lord? Believe in God. This is where it begins. Believe in God. Abraham believed first. Then all of what God said came to pass. We believe in the atoning work that Jesus did, we believe in what did it say here? If we believe on him that raised Jesus from the dead, we believe God and his atoning work. We believe God. This is the key. This is where it begins. We believe in God. And when you believe in God, all of these things will be added unto you. Let's stand across the church tonight. Can I get a shout of praise in Holy Ghost Fire Church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.